0: All right, so you just launched this new marketing campaign, this new advertising campaign. You, you ran it for like a seven-day test, and okay, we spent, we spent $1,000 and we made $1,000 in sales, or even worse, we made $900 in sales. That's a total failure, right, 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 right? Uh, maybe not, actually, maybe not. In fact, if you really want to grow and scale your business, you need to know that your advertising maybe should not be profitable. I this is this can be a hard lesson for many entrepreneurs to learn. And so I want to talk about this and the justification behind this in today's episode to help you be more effective at growing and scaling your business. Or if you do this with clients, growing and scaling their businesses too. So Your advertising is not supposed to be profitable? What? (laughs) All right, so this hard lesson for many entrepreneurs to learn, it's this whole distinction between acquiring a customer to make a sale versus making a sale to acquire a customer. In the specific language, I think of Joe Polish when I hear it. Uh, so acquiring a customer to make a sale. Imagine you work in a retail business and you don't have any real sense of how often your customers come back, if they ever do come back, all of that, right? So you are going to, um, uh, your your goal here is to get the customer and make a sale and whatever it costs to get that customer, you need it to be less than whatever it is, the margin that that you would earn on that sale. So if a particular sale has a $50 margin, it needs to cost you less than $50 to make that sale because that's where all of the profit of your business comes from, because you don't know how many times that customer is gonna come back, you don't know anything about their lifetime value, you don't know repeat purchases. In fact, in some of these cases, you might even need to assume that they're never going to come back again, right? And that's if you are completely Basing your entire business success off this idea that every customer who does business with you is only gonna do business with you once, they're gonna buy the one thing and they're gonna be done, then that's how you have to think of it, right? Versus versus making that first sale to acquire a customer. And this is very relationship focused, right? when I acquire a customer, the assumption is that that person's going to come back, they're going to do business with me again, there's going to be future purchases, maybe they'll spend a lot more on whatever future purchase. But this first sale, it's really just about making that sale and getting a customer in the door for the first time. Having someone actually spend money with you for the first time, having them spend their first dollar with your business. And when it comes to actually growing a successful, sustainable business, the second one here, making a sale to acquire a customer, is far more valuable, even if there's no profit in the first sale, than acquiring a customer to make a sale. So let's keep breaking this down. Here is how you maximize profit in any business. Here's how you maximize the profit. It comes from the back end. What's the back end? The back end is the additional product services offers that you're gonna to make to someone after they've already done business with you for the first time. Now, this could be something, you're gonna offer it to them within two minutes of them doing business with you for the first time if you're using some kind of online marketing funnel with upsells, et cetera, right? Or maybe it is something where you're going to continue offering them uh, different product services, whatever, through time. Maybe it's going to be some particular, uh, what my friend Perry Marshall called the espresso machine offer because you go into Starbucks a million times and you don't necessarily think, oh, I'm gonna buy an espresso machine, but they have an espresso machine sitting in the corner and somebody is gonna be standing in line staring at that espresso machine over and over and over and they're gonna say, Okay, I came for a cup of coffee, but I'm gonna get that espresso machine and they're gonna spend $2,000 and walk out with an espresso machine. Well, there's a ton of profit in that particular transaction, right? So it is about having products and services, offers available for someone who is ready, willing, and able to spend more money with you. And sometimes you're gonna make that offer immediately. Sometimes you're going to make that offer through time. Sometimes that offer is gonna be uh, something that's like payments spread out through time. It's gonna be some kind of membership, right? but the whole point is that that is really the profit center of the business. The new customer acquisition is not the new customer is is not the profit center of the business. Now, what this comes down to is something that you that you calculate as lifetime value. And lifetime value can be calculated in lots of different ways. It's actually great I think to to look at customers that are at least 1 year old but no more than 3 years old and get the average per customer value there because that's people who've had an opportunity to do a decent amount of business with you but it doesn't rely on it, you know your oldest customers or whatever it's also uh, a number that's going to stay pretty consistent with the business um, or is going to reflect like the changing the tra- changing trends in the business but lifetime value is basically the total value the total it could be revenue it could be margin it could be uh, you know, profits. It could be whatever, right? But it is the total value. I like to look at it just in terms of revenue, and we're looking at this as a trend number. What's the total um, average amount that someone is going to spend with me after they have done business with me for the first time? And so, if my first transaction has a fifty dollar margin in it, but the average customer spends a thousand, spends ten thousand, right? Like the average whatever the average customer spends that initial transaction that is a small portion of the total customer value and so if i am cheap about spending to get that first sale because i need there to be profit there i'm going to be missing out let's say you know the average first sale is $50 profit whatever and that's what I think my initial, uh, pro- my, my, my initial advertising expense has to come in below. But then the average customer is worth an additional $950 profit going forward. Well, for every $50 that I'm being cheap about, there's $950 that I am losing out on. And so that's why we think in terms of lifetime value as we're strategizing customer acquisition versus maximizing profit. Because if we want to maximize profit, we have to focus on that $950 that comes from every new customer, not that $50 that we could make on the first transaction if it costs us nothing. It's also important to note here that most businesses can't finance. Let's say, let's say, let's say you want to take this to the opposite extreme, right? The opposite extreme is well, uh, if I want to if I want to maximize the number of customers that I do business with, I could spend up to $900 to acquire a customer, knowing that every customer on average is worth at least $1,000. Okay, cool, at least $100 margin on every customer, but what that number didn't account for is that that takes, I don't know, three years to to get the full lifetime value of that customer. Okay, can you finance going negative $900 per customer for, uh, for it to pay off in three years, right? So you have to consider what your in-day break-even. Now, in is used in math as a variable, but is it seven-day break-even? Is it thirty-day break-even? Is it ninety-day break-even? A lot of that depends on what you're able to finance in terms of growth. A lot with with ad spend that's taking place on credit cards with a proven system, you may be very comfortable. Uh, going negative for the first seven days of a customer relationship with you. So you you make a sale and then uh, within seven days, the average customer is going to be at break even, right? So you go negative for the first seven days, but then after that, it's all positive, right? But you acquire the customers um, and you you have a reasonable expectation that you're going to be positive within seven days. Other businesses are willing to go as far as, in 90 days, six months, 12 months, 18 months, two years. Uh, Again, all of this depends on your capacity to finance growth. But the whole thing is all of that also acknowledges that the uh, the most valuable source of profits in your business is not those new customers coming in the door. We're talking profits here, right? It's not those new customers coming in the door, it's all the customers with whom you have a good relationship already. Now, if you want to accelerate all of this, of course, things like running consistent promotions to your list of past customers, uh, using remarketing and retargeting so that someone becomes a customer and they are presented all of these different um, appropriate upsell messages that ascend uh, them to the higher levels of doing business with you as soon as possible. Like there's there's a lot of strategies that you can do to maximize lifetime value and to accelerate the, the break even on these customers. Um, and a lot of times those are the campaigns that like a media buyer focuses on and they're, they say, oh, we have 9x ROAS, right? We have this 9x return on ad spend because they're saying, oh, once you already have the customer, we can spend a we can spend a dollar to get them to spend every nine dollars. Okay, that's great, but that is going to rely on feeding people into the front end as well for it to be scalable and sustainable in any in any like realistic scenario. So here's how you acquire the most customers. So we talked about how to be the most profitable. This is how to acquire the most customers. Being willing to acquire customers at break even or even at a loss. So being willing to spend a dollar to get a dollar back in revenue as long as it's got a new customer in tow. Or a dollar to get 90 cents back in revenue as long as it's got a new customer in tow on the reasonable assumption that you're gonna be able to get that extra 10 cents. Or a dollar to get 50 cents on the reasonable assumption you can get the other 50 cents soon enough. Right? But that's what it takes to scale is figuring out these systems that allow you to acquire as many customers as possible without losing more money than you are comfortable losing in the short term so that in the long term you have the most customers possible on your list so that you can maximize the total profits in the business so it's it's this like two-part equation, right? One is acquiring customers with almost no profit. The other is maximizing profit with very little advertising expense because you already have the relationship with them. So this is this is about doing that. Now, if you want to be even more effective at this, thinking about things like cart value, doing things for really scalable advertising, so Pick like a very low ticket front end, sometimes like a book is a great offer for that. A very low, low ticket front end product, so people are able to just spend their first dollar with you as quick as possible, but then some upsells in that sequence, so they are a paid customer on your list right away. And then you can maximize revenue going forward from there with additional backend offers. That's what it's going to take. And so, you know, Well, it's a little bit of a clickbait here to to say your advertising is not supposed to be profitable. Um, The the point that's being made is that your front-end customer acquisition advertising, which a lot of business owners, especially when they're new, think, okay, that's gotta be profitable because how am I gonna be successful as a business if if I'm not able to acquire customers profitably, right? That's not where you focus for uh, profitability in your business. If you want to have any growth and scale, any significant controllable growth and scale through paid advertising, you need to focus on making that, being able to um, get as many customers in the door as possible, and then have a good system in place to maximize the the economics that comes from having a a list of past customers who've done business with you. So my call to action for you from this is to consider how can you use this. Uh, strategically in your business or with your clients going forward. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you can get more content like this delivered to you every day in every episode. I'm here helping you increase your copywriting, marketing, and entrepreneurship skills. I'm Roy right for this Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, by the way. I do have a training that is specially designed to teach you how to um, create the kind of funnels that I call welcome at funnels uh, that help you bring new customers in the door. Again. They don't require profitability, really. It's it's about maximizing the amount of money that you have to spend on paid advertising to bring customers in the door for the first time at some kind of break even or acceptable number. So you're getting some revenue initially and getting them to spend that money initially so that you can grow from there. That training is part of my BTMS Insiders training library. It's a streaming library of copywriting and marketing training like Netflix, but uh, you know, on these topics. And I encourage you to check those out. The links are in the description. Uh, once again, I'm Roy Furth, This Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, and I'll see you again in the next episode. See you soon. Bye. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.